Hello and welcome to episode three of the Shmeed and Stu podcast. I'm Shmeed. And I'm Stu. Do you have a question for me? I do have a question for you, as always. My question for you is, what is the best Christmas present you've ever given and received? So it's the best gift that you think is pretty good or you had the best reaction to it. And then also, what's the best thing that you've ever got from someone? What one do you want me to do first? Do the best gift you've received first. Okay, I think the best gift I've ever received was a TV. Just because I'm obsessed with film and TV. And I got a TV of my own. So that was very good. And that was in 2017. So that was a very, very good present. Um, the best very gift nice. I've ever given. Now, that that is a tough one. Um, I will think about that. And, but I think... Do you mean the best is in funniest or the best is in, you know, like, all round? Um, you could do both. You could do what, what is a funny gift you've given, then? Um, let me because think. Because I would, I would also say... You'd say the funniest gift, but then also yeah. a gift that you had the best reaction to in like a pleasing way, rather than like a "Oh my god, you just bought me this," but yeah, a, I, more like "Oh my god, this is a good gift." Because yeah, we I've all know there can be some bad gifts. Like, obviously, I think when you get older, a gift of socks isn't that bad anymore. Like, I would take some socks this Christmas. I'd be happy yeah. with some socks. But when you were 12, when you are 11, you don't want socks. No, not really. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. The okay. funniest gift I think I've ever given was a novelty toilet roll with a politician's face on. I can't really remember what politician. Oh. <laughs> I think it might have been David Cameron. You know. That is a very, that's a very interesting gift. We don't have to beep out David Cameron, do we? No, you don't have to beef out David Cameron. He's a... Oh, my. <laughs> he's, he's well known. Oh, okay, that's um, good. I need that's... to try and find that. I, I'll probably look on Amazon and try and find those. What, you need to find David Cameron? I know. Where's he going? I need to find David Cameron toilet roll. Oh, I thought you meant you are just going to hunt him down. You know, yeah, find... I'm going to find him, and I'm going to be <laughs> like, you started Brexit. I know yeah. it is you. <laughs> and the best all-round gift, I would say, um, that I've given was oh a sarcasm eight ball you know the eight balls where you shake it yeah yeah but it does it just give sarcastic answers just yeah it just gives sarcasm sarcastic answers like oh um uh really and like oh you never you don't say something like that you don't seem like the kind of person to like that <laughs> no that was a gift i was give that i was giving yeah i'm trying to think of my best gifts on both receiving and giving ends. Yeah, let's turn um, the tables on you. I think the I know the best gift I've given someone, in my opinion, and it was straight after my German trip, because we had a Christmas German trip, back to school trips, fun. Um, yeah. That was two years ago, and we visited Ooh. Aachen and Monschau, uh, in the west, uh, near the borders of Netherlands. No, um, Montreal. No, not Montreal. That's Canada. No, Montreal. Oh. It's like a it's like a village in a valley. It's got a nice like river going through it. It was raining the whole time. Um, it's quite quaint, quite nice though. Um, I remember in Montreal, I bought a pair of German braces. No, not the ones that go in your teeth, but the ones that are like. It's basically a replacement for your belt. So rather than a belt going around your waist, it's two hooks that hit, that um go onto your trousers at the front and then one at the back and then the straps that go over your shoulders and it lifts up your trousers and you can very yeah. easily do them up too tight and give yourself a very very bad wedgie yeah. um and i i bought those with intentions of gifting them to my brother i did gift them to my brother in the end but at the same time a lot of other people in my group also bought braces because it was quite a funny thing to do um there's one iconic photo that I remember that had um, Matthew and Joe in it, topless, wearing the <laughs> braces. Oh. Uh, I think Cameron was in that photo as well. Um, yeah. And that was that was in Monchal. I can't remember if I bought my braces then. I think the night we stayed... 
Yeah, my the night we stayed in that when that night was or when that photo was taken was the night before we actually went shopping in Monshaw. So I didn't have mine yet because they bought theirs in Aachen, um, which is where we went, went went first on that trip. Um, so hence why I wasn't in that photo, but I probably would have tried to get in that photo. Um, but I gifted those to my brother. They're nice white and black um, zigzag diamond pattern ones. Very nice. I want to I want to try and find where my brother's put those because as much as it's a gift for him, I really want to put them on because it's been a while. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be good. The the best gift that I've ever received is probably oh, this is tough because it's the thing that stands out to me most. Like it just jumps out is I got an Xbox One. A couple years ago or maybe three years ago yeah um and what's funny about that is the xbox one came out months after i first got an xbox 360 and i was obsessed with getting an xbox 360 it was the only thing that i'd asked for christmas for about two or three years in a row and i never got it and in the end i think i just annoyed my parents enough and they found a cheap one on ebay and bought it for me um but then a new Xbox came out, and I did stick with the Xbox 360 for a while, um, but I ended up getting an Xbox One, and that was... I think what was good about that is, although it was something that I'd said I wanted, because the Xbox 360 was outdated, no one was playing it, all my friends had moved over, yeah. um, and a lot of the time, the games that you were playing weren't the same quality, like some features we missed out, and... It just makes the game horrendous, or the game is the same as the year before because it's like a legacy edition game. Yeah, and it's just, um, and getting an Xbox One. I think, although I asked for it, I didn't expect to get it. So I think it was more of the shock of getting it because I don't know. It was just like, oh, I was not expecting that. That's pretty nice. Yeah, um, like a pleasant and surprise. It, and it kind of, it, yeah, it kind of leveled up from the 360 I'd had a while ago. So that's quite nice. Yeah, pretty nice. What yeah. is our topic of the day, Stuart Thorne? Um, well, you should already know, but I'll tell you anyway. It is... Oh, it's not like I've got anything prepared. It is uh, stories from the days of camping. Yes, so usually family holidays is camping trips that comes to mind. I've never been on a um, camping trip with, um, with like a school because I know... Camping was a big part of DFV. I don't know if you were part of it. I don't think you were, Stuart. No, I, I can be bothered. Yeah. Um, I was intrigued with it, but I didn't go and do DFV in the end because, one, I'm a lazy so-and-so, no. and two, I'm not great with being under pressure. I don't like the idea of having a map and being the one solely responsible for getting us to another place when yeah. it's like there's pressure at stake. Like, if we don't get to the end, like, we are stuck in the woods kind of thing. I don't like that pressure. Um, would you get your phone, or would they just be like, oh, go off in the woods and well, leave I don't you know there? Well, I don't know what they did on the DFE trip, or the, or the excursions that they went on. Um, oh, I do know one because, thing. I do know one thing. Okay. Uh... Uh, Luke, our uh, good friend Luke, fell out of a canoe when he got in it twice in a row. That that is very typical. Of and it. and there is a video yeah, of it, and it's quite video. funny. I need to find that video. I don't think I've watched that. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen some videos of DV. I can't remember whose video it was, but I remember it was something to do with canoeing. But it wasn't Luke. Uh, I think it was one of the girls' groups. Oh, uh, they okay. put it on their Instagram or something like that. I remember it for some reason. Um, but what I was going to say about the phone earlier on with DV is I thought you had your phone, but you turned it off, and then they gave you like a weird emergency burner phone thingy, which oh, okay. this is what I think. I, I, this probably isn't true, but this is what I thought they did, is they had a burner phone that had... They might have had a GPS thing on it, and they had emergency numbers to call. So they could find you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know how... Well, GPS is, is strange, uh, isn't it? I don't... Yeah. I've never really got it. Well, I, like, I know you, it's how a... Do you, how do you get that? It's a, satellite? It's a, it's a geographical p- 
positioning system. I think that's it. Is that what it means? Is it pointing system? Pointing system. system. I don't know. It's something like that. Something beginning with P. Because they've they've made an they've made like a GPS app that's really accurate now. It's uh, I think it's called What Three Words. Oh no! Basically, yeah, that's for emergencies. I've got that as well. Yeah, they assign like it's either like one meter or two meter by two meter. No, it's three meter um, by three meter. Is it three meter? Yeah. Well, they, okay, so they apply three meter by three meter squares across every point on Earth. Yeah. I think it's yeah, not just do. the UK, is it? Is it the is it the whole Earth? Yeah, and I think it is. They assign three words. three words for that position. So you might have, like, I, I don't know. I need to find out what my house is. Yeah. Um, I did I did used to have the app, but I think I've got rid of it. Um, what if you're in danger and need help? Well, then I'm screwed, aren't I? Uh-huh. It's not like I'm going on a DOV at any time, though. No. I mean, I live in a quite urban world. It'll be fine. Um Plus my f- my phone has the maps on it if that's an issue, um, but yeah you can have you can have like three by me- three meter by three meter squares of like, um, pencil case, table, orange, banana. Yeah. We thought the fruit at the same time. Wow. Oh. Wait, let let me tell you something right now. Okay. We've had some praise. Have we? Yes, I've just got a message. That I know I shouldn't really be looking at my phone, but anyway, I've just More I've just too. got a message that says uh, the episode two of the podcast is very good, and I'm really enjoying the series. Oh, may I ask who that was sent by? Um, that was from Amelia, who used to go to our school. Oh, shout out to Amelia! Thanks for listening. Yes, so that's very good. I hope you're here for. I hope you're here for. Um, Thursday's episode as well. Very interesting episode. And also, Monday's episode after that, so next Monday, we've got something very intriguing. We've got a guest. Yes. It's all, it's all planned. It's all in the works. We know already. Our first ever guest episode. It's going to happen every five episodes. Yeah, five episodes. And also, to let you know, we're going to have a Christmas special and a New Year special. And they will be very good as well. Yes, we've got the Christmas Eve is a Thursday, which means we upload. Yeah. Um, and also, New Year's Eve is also a Thursday, I think. So Yeah, so we upload. Um, two specials and a special guest appearance on the episode before the Christmas special one on the Monday. So yeah. keep an eye out. Also keep an eye out on the Instagram. Here's our plug, which means do podcasts. Go and yes. follow it. Sneak previews, all the usual fun stuff. Polls. We're going to be start adding some polls for you to... Send in your suggestions. Send in any questions. Maybe you can put in the question that I would ask at the start of the episode, or you would ask. And we can see if you've got any good suggestions so we can level up the podcast. Or maybe you want to suggest a special guest. You can suggest them, yes. and then we can uh, ring them up. Or if, if, if it's like... Request, request to be on yeah. the show. Obviously, if it's like someone too famous, like Lady Gaga, we'd be like, oh, no, that's that's a bit you know out of our, out of our league at the moment. We'll keep it on a low. We'll keep it on a low at the moment. Yes. Um, Stuart, have you been on any... Been on any interesting camping trips then well whenever i've been camping it's been in someone's back garden but it's always been very fun have you never you've never been camping at an actual campsite or on like a proper holiday have you no but i've I've been in someone's back garden so that is about the it's, same uh, isn't it pro camping it's like just in case everything goes wrong you've got a nice house to be warm in yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um, i think camping trips for my family there was always we we used to go abroad to portugal a lot i think i've been about two or three times um but one there was one point where my family just decided camping holidays were the way to go i think it was either two or three times consecutively we had gone camping for our family holiday of the year. When you say camping um, holidays are the way to go, you're not saying, oh, camping camping holidays are how we're going to die. Is it, or anything like? No, 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 no. I mean, you might die if you're not prepared. Yeah. No. You mean like, it's, oh, this is, the, this is a good idea? Because when you said, oh, it's the way to go, I just thought of like, let's go camping and die. It is, it is <laughs> like the way the- to go. If you want a good, a good rural family holiday where you can 
have the enjoyment of being in a cold sheet of plastic of a roof, then camping's the way for you. And what if it rains? Um, so well, you're going to be staying up all night and even even more cold and maybe a bit damp if your tent was put up poorly or it was poorly made or even even dank yes i actually have a really bad story with camping and rain oh tell uh, me i'll talk about this first this isn't in chronological order unfortunately i think this is the most recent camping trip i've been on okay and i say recent it was still like a good Six or seven years ago, yeah. maybe even more. Um, but it was oh, where was it? I don't even remember where it was. Um, I know it was coastal though. I want to say it was um, Norfolk, um, near Great Yarmouth. I want to say it was because I know I had one um, down south. Um, down near, south near Paul and sort of near Southampton a bit it's a bit left of it I think oh you've been camping um, in Nepal no Paul oh, oh I thought P- you said Nepal P-O-O-L-E <laughs> not Nepal Why would, not, I've never been camping abroad I'll say that okay. I've never been camping abroad. I it's always either. been UK camping trips yeah Um, but then there was another one in Norfolk one in Paul I want to say there was another one, but now I can't remember it. It'll come back to you eventually. Anyway, in this, I think it was Norfolk. This one, anyway. Um, we'd we'd staying for about a week. I want to say maybe a bit less, maybe like five days um, on a camping site. So it's not like we've just pitched up our tent in the middle of the woods no. and stayed there. Um, which, assuming you're not on private property, I think you can do. Um, doesn't but, doesn't someone own the woods? Well, if it's council land, then I think it's fine. Oh, okay. I'll go with it. I'll yeah. say that that's what it is. Um, but with, it was like one of the last days there. It was probably like day... F- if it was five days. I'm going to say it was five days. Well, I think it's probably like day four. So we've already settled in. And it we knew that we weren't going to have an entirely dry stay. There was going to be some bad weather. And right when we left, so we'd already paid for everything. We'd already booked everything. So we found everywhere we want to go. Like the nice, we're going in the city this day. We're going to go to this castle this day. We're going to go to the beach this day. Yeah. We're going to go to this different city this day and whatever. And we'd already planned that. And then I think on the day we left, they confirmed that, a, a storm was heading to the UK and it was going to hit within the next three or four days. Oh, do you remember what it was called? Um, I don't remember what it was called, unfortunately. They always give them weird names, don't they? Like Storm they Derek have, or they something. They have a system. They have a system and I think it works alphabetically and wherever the storm was discovered oh, okay. or wherever it was like they, they discovered that it was going to hit wherever first. So even if... I think one year... I really hope I'm right with this. I think one year it was named... It was like a Spanish name because the Spanish Weather Channel found it and then it was going to hit the UK. Or maybe it like hit Spain and then moved back up to the UK or something. Yeah. Um, I want to say that happened, but I can't remember the name of the storm that happened on this camping trip. Um, but the worst thing about it was not only the winds, but the rain was torrential. And we... We were staying in a campsite where there was a nice, like, it was sort of like a pub, but not really. It was it was one of those, it was just a place next to the camping site. I think it was owned by the people that own the camping site anyway. Um, yeah. I think I think it was called, like, the Dolphin Bar Ooh. or something like that. So it's, ba- it's basically, yeah, it's a bar. Um, it's not really like a pub. It's not like a traditional pub. It's not like, yeah, you know what a traditional pub's like. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those places where if it's in the evening and you don't want to be cold in your tent, you'd just go in there and just huddle up. And there'd sometimes be like karaoke, live shows. Oh, I like karaoke. Might, there might have been a comedy show on one bit. Um, and I remember that we'd always, 
well, I would say always, most of the days when we weren't in the city and we had time to go to a restaurant. I'm not even sure if we did go to a restaurant for for our dinner. We might have just gone to this dolphin bar every single night for our dinner. But I remember me and my brother, every single night, it never got boring, but we'd always order scampi and chips. That is a very good choice, actually. Scam- I think the good thing with that is... Me and my brother never really had scampi before then. Oh, okay. And we kind of just binged it through that time we were staying there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was the first time I ever tried tartar sauce as well. Oh, did you have any other condiments? I I was always a ketchup yeah. boy. I'm a ketchup boy too. I'm a ketchup boy. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think past two or three years, I've kind of transitioned away from ketchup a bit. Um, I've kind of ventured down the path of barbecue sauce and sweet chili sauce lately. Oh, I've gone down um, a different path. I'm more like uh, vinegar. Yes. Oh, vinegar on chips isn't that. It, it, I th- some people don't like it, but I like it. I yeah. agree. I agree that it makes the chips soggy. Yeah, it does. And one of the good things about chips is when you get crispy bits. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it's worth it. It's a worthwhile trade-off. Yeah. To it change is. it out. Yeah. Um yeah. But I, I going back to my camping story cuz I haven't even got onto this torrential storm. Oh okay. Um that's the whole point of this. Um nice championships, very nice. Um yes. we'd usually do crosswords. We I think there was a there was like a little town we were in. So we were on the outskirts of it and I remember there was a bit where we could go to a little like mini shop sort of like a little co-op and we bought one of those like tiny not like a magazine book like those puzzle books that are really small that you find in the aisle where you've got the magazines in it's always like in the corner it's like the puzzle stuff that no one ever buys yeah um we got we got like a bunch of those and that is solely our entertainment during the evening it sounds it sounds very boring but it was good and um I remember doing those and listening to the rain outside. It was horrendous. And we came back to the tent. We had to run in to not get wet. Yeah. And we set up our tent because you were allocated spots. And I actually think we changed our spots after this happened as well because it was so bad. Um, But what happened was is they put us in a spot where there was a drain going like behind where our tent was because it was all on grass but we were right on one of the pathways okay yeah and for some reason they had the pathway and then a massive gap of grass big enough for everyone's tents which is where our one was and then a drain at the back and then a bunch more grass so you had further cars with their camper vans on and tents out so we weren't we were, we were in like the middle of the field but yeah. it was at where the entrance was so it's like the middle in terms of the width of it um yeah and we woke up the next morning with someone at the front of our tent oh they obviously first of all the issue was is you can't really like alert someone that's in the tent by getting their attention by like knocking on the door because there's not a door. No, no. <laughs> so it's a bit difficult. So they ended up um, making like a knock knock noise at the front, <laughs> which is quite funny. Oh. I want to say I was still asleep when this happened, but once my parents realised what was happening, there was a bit of a ruckus and it woke me a up. A ruckus. But I basically, like that word. Ruckus. Yes. Basically, these people at the front of that tent said, "You do realise that you have a swimming pool at the back of your tent." Oh. And I'm not gonna lie, our tent was floating. Oh, because the the place where you sleep in the tent as well was the back of it. Yeah, and that's where the drain was, and that's where it got clogged up and overfilled. Yeah, and it ha- and it kind of made like a sw- literally a swimming pool at the back of our tent. <laughs> And it was quite nice, actually, because I was sleeping on that. Because it was on the same side as well. So, mm. like, the corners of the tent, we were on the rightmost corner, me and my brother. Because there was two compartments. There was a, the left side was my mum and my dad. Yeah. And the right side was me and my brother. 
uh, on a nice airbed and some sleeping bags. Um, and the drain filled up and overfilled sort of like where we were on that side. Yeah. Um, and I remember once I realized what was going on was that I could like feel the water underneath me, not in the sense that it was wet, but like I could almost like float and bounce up a bit, um, which wasn't really nice. Um, obviously we knew it was going to be wet and muddy. So we had, um, our wellies with us. Yeah. Um, and at one point you could literally, cause obviously you'd, you'd think it's a normal drain in the grass. It's like quite flat. It's a flat land. And it was when we got there, but it kind of like smushed into one corner and eroded it away a bit. And I think there was already a dip there. Hence why it overfilled a bit more than the other side. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to lie. I was about knees deep in water on like, like less than a meter away from our tent. <laughs> oh, so how our tent didn't get soaked is beyond me. Somehow we floated. I think it probably was a waterproof tent. I think most good tents now are waterproof. I don't see why you wouldn't get a waterproof tent. And what I mean by waterproof is not like the top, because obviously the top should be waterproof because it's going to rain. You don't want water yeah, just going should be. through. But you always put like a floor on a tent. You have like a mat that goes down. And some people would like double it up. I think we doubled it up and that's why it worked. But as was a very good watertight seal. Um, yeah. Did you have to get like oars or paddles to paddle along? No, we didn't get oars, but we had to... I think we ended up leaving it for a while. I think we just got ready, had the pool in our back garden, basically, and just went off and did what we planned for the day. And then we, when we came back, it was still there, but it dried up a little bit yeah. to a point where my dad could take off the hooks of where it was stood and basically just lift it up as one whole piece and then move it a couple meters to the left. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we ended up doing. I want to say my dad asked for a refund from the guys that ran it. I don't think he did get it. He might have got like a 50% off or maybe a free meal in the Dolphin Bar. I think that's what might have happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that's a very strange and... Entertaining. Entertaining story of that Norfolk camping trip. It's a story I'm not going to forget. I think it, I think the the key thing to take from that is literally the quote of you do realize there's a swimming pool in your back garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that 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 is what I think anyone in my family thinks of first when they say camping trip. It's just that one moment. Yes. Yeah. Another good story from this camping trip as well. I've got an, I've got a great yes, story. Yes, go on, this. go on. Um, it's not as good as the swimming pool story. Oh. I will be honest, um, but it was. I think it was a couple years after I got my Nintendo DSi. It was red. Oh, I had one of them. I I had a blue one. It was red, and I had a Mario case. Oh, I had a blue turquoise one. And what I remember is all of the like games it already had on it so not not like the cartridges that you put no, in no. but the like picto chat and yes yeah, yeah i know what you the mean voice recorder and the camera as well the camera is what i'm gonna get at and obviously i didn't bring a camera with me i wasn't that kind of kid no and i don't think we had a very good camera but the dsi had a camera on it and that was something and because it's something to entertain yourself i brought it with me because i think that's when I think of camping trips, if you're going to bring a gadget to entertain yourself, at that time a DSA was a DS DSI was top of the list. Yeah, I think you're right. And in fact, it might st- it might still be quite high up. If I went on a camping trip, I'd probably consider taking it. Yeah. Even though I have no clue where it is right now. <laughs> I don't know where mine is either. I want to say it's in a drawer behind me. I want to say it's there. Um, yeah. I had some good games on the DSI as well. I had Soul Silver in the in a special box with the pokey walker that's worth a bit now not 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 too much but it's worth if it's mint condition that's over 100 quid i think oh okay mine's not mine's not the box is a bit mangled but everything is still there and working so the pokey walker works and the game is fully working and fine and the actual game box itself is fine and the box although it's got a few rough edges and you can see where i took the seller tape off yeah i still think that's worth more than 80 quid because i've seen some on ebay that are about that um but in at this camping trip, right? Yeah. 
I took so many photos of just random useless stuff. <laughs> okay. I took pic I, I remember I took a picture of the guy that was you know those lawnmowers which you can like sit on. Oh yeah, so it's sit like, on lawnmowers. Those big ones. The ones the caretakers yeah. use. There was Yeah, it was like the groundskeeper. He was on it and for some reason he was mowing around the back of everything and my dad stopped to talk to him and I have a I had a I took a photo of him for some reason. Why did you do that? Um, I don't know. But there's two really, really funny photos. My brother will laugh to this as well. Okay. Um, But I took a photo of my dad walking towards the car. So it's like the back of him. Okay. And then I also took a photo, another photo of my mum standing at the front of the tent. And... It was the funniest thing at the time. And it still it is still hilarious. And me and my brother still find this absolutely stupid. Yeah. Is on that DSI camera you can warp the photos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times me and my brother just increased the size of my dad's fat bum. <laughs> It was it was it was something else. <laughs> it was oh my god! Oh, I forgot it, about it, that feature. I, I can't believe it. It it was ah, oh, just thinking about it is something else. <laughs> and then also, my mum standing up uh, at the front of the tent. We like squished her to make her look tiny, so we made her like the height of Edna Mode, which was good because she had like the shortish hair at the time. Not not super short, but it was like shoulder level. Yeah. Um, she doesn't wear glasses though, unfortunately. Oh. Um, oh, but although she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't wear capes. Though. But you know who is, so, you know who is the real life Edna Mode. Oh, dear. Mrs. E. Mrs. E. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I think I think what tops that off is the personality sort of matches as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that that is just all the great stories of that Norfolk camping trip. Um. Yeah. Talk to me about your in. No, it's not in house, but it's in garden. Yeah. House garden. So camping trips. They've all been um at uh, the other Adam's house. You know who I'm talking about. Every single one of them. Yes. Every single. Yes, one. I think there's two or three. Does he? Does he like that kind of thing? He likes that kind. Yeah, of he thing, does. Though, yeah, he? he does. It's his sort of thing. Yeah, and I think it's it's quite fun. We like I think we'll probably do it again next year. But it normally takes place in the summer and then we go round and this year we decided to buy water bombs from Primark. And I thought that would be very from fun. Primark. Yes, yeah, so we went upstairs, bought some water a water balloon kit and it was like, Oh yes, water balloon kit only five pounds or something with thousand water balloons can't remember how many were but something like that that's surprising i mean that's that's not the kind of thing i'd expect primark to sell like they sell some small things like they smell like sell smell sell those sort of i don't know you go you go through the, yeah, the um the uh checkout thing and they've yeah. got all those like bowls around the outside and they've got like lip balm hand gel and they've got like weird I don't know. They're sort of like toy thingies, like those weird. Yeah, the knick knick. That... Not wait, no, not knick knick. Knick knacks. Knick knick. Knick knack. Not knick knick. <laughs> well, did I say knick knick before? I'm not sure. Some some knick knick thing came up. Oh okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty no. I think I know what it was. It was one of our Instagram posts. I think I posted knick knacks or something, and you said knick knicks at one point when referring to it. Um, oh, okay. I think that's I, what it was. Should I carry oh, okay. on? Please do. So we brought the water balloons back to Adam's house, and then we were like, "Oh, um," and then uh, Luke was like, "Oh yeah, let's wake up and pump them up early." And then Shrim was like, "Oh yeah, I'll wake up and pump them up at seven o'clock. They'll all be ready." And then seven o'clock came. Seven o'clock went, and um, about half past seven, Luke was outside. With a water over him, uh, trying to pump up lots of water balloons, oh, and his uh, trousers were all wet, and they're like trouser material that gets wet, and you can see it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, and uh, so that was quite funny. I think uh, out of like the, I think it was a thousand. Out of the thousand, we only got like, I think about thirty. That is disappointing. 
but you, you haven't heard the best of this yet. So we thought later on in the day we would play with like water guns and water balloons, and then we started throwing the water bombs, and something very surprising happened. Oh dear! When we threw the water bombs, uh, we didn't realise. But if you fill them up to the brim, then they don't pop. <laughs> So we oh, were just throw- I thought it'd be the other way around, like it popped too We easily. were throwing these water balloons, and I think afterwards I had a few bruises, and they were just like really hardcore Ooh. water balloons, like being pelted at each other. And Ooh. it was hilarious, but it was also like, oh. Because Luke was like, oh yes, I'll throw this at you. And then uh, I was like, oh no, don't throw that at me. And, and <laughs> I don't know what, I didn't do it in that voice. But uh, <laughs> I hope you didn't. <laughs> no, that that was um, what was happening to water balloons, and it was it was it was very interesting. We played lots of board games. We played Jackbox. Oh, I like Jackbox. Do you like Jackbox? Jackbox is good. Yeah, I've played Jackbox at Adam's place as well. You were there. Yeah, you um, were there as well. We 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 had we had a lot we had a lot of the gang together. We played some good games. That's when we first discovered how good faking it. Was. Oh yeah, that was yeah. That is a good game in person because we we've tried playing it um, online before. We have a group of about four or five people, um, and we play that game together. But it's difficult because of the delay more than anything. Yeah, and you also have to be honest about what you've actually said, especially, um, especially in the sense that if you are the person that is trying to blend in, then sometimes you can use the delay to your advantage and try to just wait a fraction later than what everyone else's response is so usually the game modes we go for is because uh, you can choose which like game in faking it you're doing so whether you're doing like the numbers one yeah. or yeah. the pointing at someone else one or the yes and no one so basically uh, for some context Let's say you've got five players. One of them is going to be not told what the question is. But everyone else will. Or whatever will. the prompt is. But everyone else will. And the person will be told to blend in, basically. Yeah. So it'll be like, most likely to get in a car crash. And you point at uh, Luke and then... <laughs> yeah, so, so this round would be whatever the pointing round is. So, so this, would, this wouldn't be the yes or no round. This wouldn't be the numbers game. Um and you'd have to point at who it would be usually. Actually, I don't. I don't think it would be Luke. Actually, I don't know. I think. I think it'd be you. Probably, actually, yeah, probably right. Yeah, I. I wouldn't trust you to drive a car. I. I would after a few years. After a few years. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll reflect on this episode when I'm in a car with you. Maybe we'll listen to we'll, it. We'll do a Schmiedenstu special from my car. We'll do it. We'll do a Schmiedenstu car share. We'll do some karaoke. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, yeah, yeah. But the the faking it game where you got to usually if you're in person, you point at the other person. That's why it was so good um, when we did it at Adam's place because you would have to. It, it was it was more. It was more how the game's meant to be played. Yeah, because there isn't any hiding if you're blending in. It's sheer luck that you choose a person and you can justify it after the prompt comes up. Whereas when we play it online, you've got to say the person's name, and that takes a while. Plus, people usually cut out, like at least one person cuts out if we're all saying it at the same time, because you need to say it at the same time. Because if you don't, then let's say the person blending in is lost, then they're going to know who everyone else has said, and then they can just say, oh, I think it's this person, because they've been said by everyone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I do have an extension to my story a bit that I just thought of. Okay. So, um, but at Adam's house, every time... Um, I go around there, or me and Luke go around there. The food there is always just amazing. I don't know why. It's just the food there is like ah. That was a weird impression. But uh, I think the first time when I went to Adam, when I went to Adam's place, when I just mentioned the one we played Jackbox a lot. I think that was the first time I ever had chili heatwave Doritos. Yeah, I think when I went round there, they're pretty good. I'll have them again. When I went round there in the summer, we when like you know the rule of six inside was a thing. And we're allowed inside. Yeah. Um, um, we um, baked cupcakes and had lots of treats and goodies and treats galore, if you know what I mean. And it was uh, yeah. we had uh, pancakes for breakfast and it was a lot of like home cooking. It was very nice, actually. So, yes, that thank Did you very you much. 
Did you have normal pancakes or did you have the American thick ones? It was a mixture. There was a burnt one. Oh. But uh, I, we tried to scrape that off and that was just like a, oh, let's just put that in the bin one. So we put that in the bin or someone ate it. I cannot remember specifically. But uh, did did you get did you have like the normal I say normal they're normal for me the like flat ones yeah. the ones that an American would probably call a crack. yeah that's what I think yeah but they were yeah. quite nice they were very nice is there a difference between UK pancakes and a crepe um, I think crepes usually you don't roll because I roll up the UK pancakes I call it, they're calling UK pancakes <laughs> now but it's like you, you'd make them into like a thin tube kind of thing by like folding it on top of each other, yeah. and then you can put stuff on top of it. Whereas a crepe, I feel like you'd fold and you'd put something in between and like sandwich it. Yeah, I think they will. I think I they might start the calling them UK crepes after we leave the EU in uh, so many days. Um, I think it will be um, seventeen days, eighteen days, sixteen days, something like that. Yeah, when this is released. I like I like Amer- I like American pancakes though I do like American pancakes, and I will admit that American pancakes it's nice to get that kind of chew. Yeah, it is actually. However, I think it's just being brought up on the on the normal pancakes. UK pancakes, grape like pancakes. The UK pancakes. <laughs> that it just means that it can't be beaten. No matter how many people that you that you test that are from another country where it doesn't really matter which one's which or the fat one is more common, no matter how many times that they'll say that the American or the fat ones are better than the other ones, mm-hmm. the UK pancakes, yeah. I will never agree with them. No. It's always the UK pancakes, and you've all the best. The best way to do it is lemon juice. Right. Okay. And maple syrup, yeah. a small okay. sprinkling of sugar, yes. and chopped baza- chopped bananas. What were you about to say? Bazazas, <laughs> bazazas, <laughs> and some chopped bazazas. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> I think that is good. Um, oh, but I'll do, clip do, do, no, don't. Do, I think you should keep here. it in. Yeah, yeah. You, wait, when you say you'll clip it, do you mean for the um, preview? I'll put it in the Insta. I'll put it for the preview on Insta. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have. A, I didn't. I didn't put a preview on Insta for. Episode two. Oh, I don't know why. Also, um, what I didn't get what time. I was going to say is, funnily enough, I might be completely wrong, but I believe the French word for pancake is crepe. So they are the same thing. Yes, I think just Americans go full on deep. They they've they've just decided right that America right Americans just take what things actually are. And then change the name of it. I'm not saying they did this with pancakes, but if you if you think that a crepe became a pancake in English, it's like backwards reversible kind yep. of thing. And then you took the pancake from the UK to the US. Yep. Instead of them calling it a pancake or a... Is, yeah, instead of them calling it a pancake, they chose to call it a crepe because they had the French influence. But why would you then call a pancake something that's not a pancake from the UK? I don't know, actually. Like, why Why wouldn't you just call a crepe a crepe if you want to, and then basically the the equivalent is of a pancake in the UK is a crepe in the US. That's just what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so why would you still take the word for a pancake and then make it something that's not what everyone knows a pancake is from the UK? It's like, for example, saying the dip- the difference between... Nappies and diapers, right? Yeah. It's like it's like saying, okay, your word for a nappy is the thing that you give to a baby to protect their bum and make them not poo everywhere is a nappy, and we'll call it a, a diaper, and that's that. But it's then, but it's then like the U- U.S. people, it's it's like then the U.S. people taking. The word nappy and saying okay now this means bread yeah do you know what really confuses me what americans call all biscuits cookies they call is it they so, call biscuits well they they call biscuits cookies but then they call scones slash scones biscuits i think 
Yeah. So like, I'll have a cookie. But they they would think chocolate chip. They have, they have their scones slash biscuit, in a much different way to the people yeah. in the UK. Because in the UK, you'd have the two ways you'd make them. You do the Cornwall method and the what's Devon the difference method. It's basically whichever goes first, the clotted cream oh, or the jam. The clo- uh, I don't know which the one's which. jam first, I think, should go first, and then the cream. Yeah, that's what I'd do. What would you do? I don't know. I Honestly, I think it's just replaceable, and if you've got an issue with it, turn it upside down. <laughs> oh, and also, that's also, what I say. Also, do you say scone or scone? I say scone, and everyone else in my family says scone, apart from my dad, who just wants to be different. So he I says say scone. scone for some reason, but I switch. If I'm if I'm with a partial group of people, I just revert to scone, and I'm like, oh, do you want a scone? And then if I'm just with like my friends or uh, just general people or family, then I'll just go scone. Some people get quite heated about this, but honestly, I don't mind how you say it. It's just, I know how I will say it. I'll say scone. The only time when it becomes an issue for me is when you try to correct me saying scone because you already know that it is acceptable to call it a scone, whether you call it a scone or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, pe- people in the US, they eat their biscuits much differently to the UK because we'd, we'd put something sweet on it, clotted cream, jam... They seem to like to serve them with, like, fried chicken. Like, you can easily get a biscuit with a KFC, and they'd have, like, gravy with what? it. What? Yeah. But? I'm not sure... I'm not sure if they make their scones slash biscuits differently. I don't know if they put salt in it instead of sugar or something, because we put sugar in our scones because we have them with sweet yeah. things. But um, in French... I don't know why I'm talking about French a lot today. Um, it, in yeah, in well. French, biscuit is fun fact for you. Biscuit does mean twice cooked because biscuits have to be cooked twice. Well, that that's that makes sense for. See, this is why the the Americans are wrong again because you don't cook a scone twice. You exactly. Cook it once, yeah. Whereas a biscuit, you do cook twice because it's like basically baking bread and then toasting yeah. it. Like that, a biscuit cooked twice, that is what you do in the UK with a biscuit, like a UK biscuit, like a digestive. You cook it twice, hence why it's called a yes, biscuit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> going back to camping, actually, because I've just thought of this. I have been in a tent in someone's back garden before. Oh. But it wasn't, it wasn't like I went there to go camping and it definitely wasn't like i stayed there overnight oh, okay it was i don't think you were there but it was a um it was at a place in pleshy oh hosted by ruby and she had a tent in her back garden and she put a tv in the tent and a bunch of bean bags around it and we were meant to watch a film in oh, okay there. uh I want to say we started trying to watch a film. I want to say the film was Mrs. Doubtfire as well. Yeah, that is a good choice, actually. I think we got... It is a good choice. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, But I want to say we got about five minutes in, and then we decided, hey, let's not listen to this anymore. Let's just play Truth or Dare. Okay. Wait, why why, why did you do that? I don't know. It wasn't my choice. Everyone else was just like... I think the reason why is because we'd already done a lot in that day. Yeah. Um, and I th- I think I think it was this occasion that I we did some horse riding. It was more like a pony, but I want to say it was that occasion. It makes sense because the people that went there. I think were the same people that I remember being in the tent. So yeah, I think you must I have done right. a lot of things um, that day. Like posh things. Well, we... Nah, well... If you consider horse riding posh, then yeah. But I think it's just more like rural area. You find other things for entertainment. Oh, did, did you also play croquet um, in, the, in the bushes? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Are you sure? Um, I think I would remember, Stuart. Yeah, we... And even if we did, then I wouldn't tell you. Would I, I think we should do a, sh- we should um, do a Schmied and croquet tournament. Schmied's secret show. I can do that. That as sounds well. a bit dodgy, but yeah. You, you know. Oh yeah, actually. Fair <laughs> yeah. Don't don't start that okay. show. Do, do you do you have is 
croquet is just like normal. You don't have to be on a horse for a croquet. No, that, that's but polo. polo you have croquet to be on a horse. is like you just get the mallet and try and hit it through that thing, the bars. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what I said. If you, you don't have to be on no. a horse, but you have the stick. Yeah. That's but um, if you if you, have, you have to make sure that you don't get like a left-handed and right-handed for like polo, otherwise it turns into jousting. <laughs> the horses turn on each other. A rivalry begins and charge at each yeah. other. It's a bit of a blunt weapon, though. Unless you use it like a hammer, so you like reel it back and then use your momentum of the horse and your swing to like smash your opponent as they come past. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it would. Jousting is strange as well because it's one of those things that. You'd think it's quite dangerous. You wouldn't hear people doing it. But I swear that every time I go to a museum, uh, not a museum, a castle, right? Yeah. And it's like a big castle and usually loads of people going. It's like a specific, like, it's it's one of the big days. They have, like, a lot of things going yeah. on. Yeah. Jousting is always something that I, I always see people do. And I'm just like, first of all, how are you still allowed to do this? Because it seems too dangerous to just point this stick whilst riding a horse at another person I know they have a shield and they have armour on there is a bit full on that must hurt but also how does one get into that position in the 2000s or the uh, 2010s how does one person just end up doing a jousting tournament like what kind of training did you go through what kind of (laughs) things were you doing when you were young to end up doing jousting at like now can i just say you sounded really posh back then in a few sentences ago when, when uh, you said when you said you. oh how how does one get into jousting oh uh, okay fine right so i said how, how does a guy get into it then yeah. right. how does one get into jousting yes the queen wants to know how does one well imagine the queen jousting uh, <laughs> on her corgis well, that would be, um, on a corgi. How would she ride that? She'd just be on her corgis, then Prince Charles coming the other way. I'll get you, Charles. One day I'll take the throne. <laughs> yes, and... it's my throne now, mother. Yes. Well, why have we got onto this? Well, I was talking about the tent in the background. And, and, and now we're on Prince Charles and Queen Elizabeth II jousting well, on corgis. Yeah, but you wanted to continue on with the crochet no, 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 no. thing no, no, and that no, turned into no, the polo. And then no, that no, not into crochet. Here. Not crochet, croquet. Crochet oh, is a okay. sewing. What's the, is crochet is knit, like knitting is sewing, or sewing, knitting, yeah. What's the difference? Wait, croquet, crochet. Crochet is like a knitting pattern. Croquet is where you hit it's a ball thing. with a mallet. I'm telling you. It's the same no, thing. No, it's not the same thing. Uh, use uh, a specific okay, search fine, engine that I don't know if we're allowed to mention or not. Fair enough. <laughs> I forgot the name, all right? I forgot the name. I know it began... It was like, I know it's like Crow something T, so I went with that. Um, yeah. Well, I think we've talked about some good camping stories. Yeah, and some good jousting stories. Some good jousting stories, some good... Um, okay. Good rain stories. Good Jackbox faking it. Good game. I recommend Jackbox. Yeah, I do as well. And There's some good games some on food there. Food stories. Um, some food stories as well. Some scones, scones. Scones, scones, Um, Scones, scones. <laughs> yes. Have you brought anything in for this week's item of the week? Well, for you? I what have you was going in? to go with something completely random, but I received something in the post today. So I was like, oh, that's very interesting. And it's been... I felt like this theme has been creeping up in our past few episodes. Okay. So, I have got a pack, a double pack of action figures, right? Okay. And it's Mr. Incredible and Syndrome from the first Incredibles. And it's called the Nemesis Pack. And they're literally... they're, They're quite big, actually. They're bigger than... Usual, so that's actually quite good. I like the Incredibles films. I think episode one was, I say episode one, movie one, 
Oh, I thought you were talking about our podcast then. <laughs> Sorry, no. The Incredibles. Movie one. Yeah. That was a revolutionary film. It's one of my favourite films. Yeah, it's one it of my is... favourite as well. I got time. <laughs> I think I think what makes it great is not only that you can make some memes about it, like now, I've got time, but the score for it, the music that they had was... I don't know. It it is. It was well crafted. That's what I was saying. Yeah. And what do you think of the second one? The second one, I think, was a challenge to do. Yeah. I think it was very difficult, but equally they knew that they had to change things up. Like you need some new villains in there. But you need some new heroes. That's what they did. Yeah. With that yeah. whole hero. But they did the continuity thingy. as well, didn't they? But they had the strong continuity. Continuity. They had all your favorite characters back. You had Frozone back. Edna came back. Yeah. Obviously, all the main characters obviously came back. Uh, they even had the um, guy that was spoiler alert. The guy that was like trying to hide their identity so they can stay in society because heroes were outlawed. They that guy oh, with yeah. the really like croaky voice. They even had that guy stay back. Yeah. Um. But it was tough for them to get The Incredibles 2 to be a continuation and a successful continuation of the first film, whilst also appealing to um, a a new audience. So they'd still get the nostalgic audience of us who watched it when we were kids, but also the kids now. I think they did a good job of that. Can I give you a quick? Can I give you a quick fact? Go on. Um, when The Incredibles was released, um, well, I've got two facts. It was originally going to be a Disney live-action film. So what okay. And the second fact is uh, they passed it on to Pixar all that. And uh, when Pixar made this, they didn't know how to animate hair, and they didn't know for quite a few, because like, that's why they previously worked with animals, Finding Nemo, all of that. And yeah, um, yeah. So they, if you look carefully between The Incredibles and The Incredibles 2, their hair only moves like in like all as one because they didn't really know how to animate hair. But in the newer that one... That is interesting. Yeah, they that did know how to animate hair because of their experience over the years. Well, new technology is coming to play. Yeah. So where are you going to rate my item, Schmied? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> I think when you first said action figures, I was already on the point of this isn't kind of my thing. They're kind of cool, but I feel like too many can get in the way. So I was kind of thinking this is going to go somewhere in the bang average tier, maybe even pretty disappointing. Yeah. But then, but then it was the Incredibles. Yeah. And that means that those figures are incredible. Yes. And for that reason, they will be put in my top tier. Yes. We've both got an item in the top tier now. We do. An item each. Hammer beads and the Incredibles action figures. Yeah, because I thought when I said action figures, you did seem a bit disappointed, but then I said the Incredibles and you just went like, <gasps> like, like shock. And there we go. That that was the turning point. That saved you there. Yes, yes. Well, Stuart, that's all we've got time for. Oh, but I wanted to listen to more. I know you did. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure to check out our Instagram account, Shmeenstu Podcast, all sneak previews, all that fun stuff. Also, our podcast can now be found on many different platforms. We're expanding. We've got Spotify. We've got Breaker. We've got Pocket Casts. We've got Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. I don't know really what the difference is, but it's on there. It's Google Podcasts is a strange one. It's You can find it, but the link doesn't really work yet, but we're working on that. It should be ready within the next few weeks at yeah. the latest um we've got some more as well that are on there but um anyway thanks for listening yeah. i hope you tune in for uh episode on thursday which is episode and four it's episode four we've got a very good story that week haven't we oh yes and we um also make sure to keep on watching episode five it's going to be a special one special guest well listening episode you mean. six fine listening all right you just watch the, you know, you know, you you call, you got to watch it. You got to watch the um the bar progress as the episode goes on. Oh, okay, fair and enough. And you can also look at our beautiful faces with our mouths wide open. Oh yes. Um, but then also stick around. Episode five, we've got a special guest. Episode six is a Christmas special. We hope to see you then. I've been Shmeed. 
and I've been Stu. Goodbye. Goodbye.